yes, 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 sir. We are live and y'all are on, and this is Balls. Sure is. A sports podcast. Yes, welcome to Ball Sports Podcast, podcast with balls about balls. Yes, and, uh, we are your hosts. I'm Buddha. I'm Dylan, and I'm Nels, aka Big Facts. We've just seen his wife flick him off. Shout out to my wife. All right, and this is episode one seventeen, twenty eighteen, one eighteen. Yeah, it's Bad. okay. I be losing. You know what? I you know what we didn't. What I don't think we did. What didn't we do? Did we talk about our two-year anniversary? We look like a two-year anniversary. Because I think we, we won did. I think, didn't yeah, we? we did. uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was around there. Yeah. Yeah, we addressed it. Okay. I, I believe so. I think it was like kind of said in passing. I don't think we kind of. Do, I don't think we dwelled on it. That oh much. well, yeah. Two years in the game, and I think like what a year and a half with Dylan. About I probably a little bit more. Okay, bet. Yeah. Yeah, we out here, car. Hell yeah, we are. Are we doing something big for episode two hundo? Two hundo, but we only in one eighteen. We got like another like two years to go before we start. I'm talking saying, about but 200. we could like we could like plan that bit. You feel me? You know, you like a plan. planning about to get married. Right? Ain't it, bit? Yo, I got a wedding. So I got a plan for it, bit. Y'all are so disrespectful to me, bro. How are we disrespectful to you, ugly adjet? <laughs> wow, I get no respect at all. Alright, so let's talk some sports, some deportes. Okay, let's talk about the NAFL. Is that how you say those letters in Spanish? No idea. Tragic. How do you say them in Creole? Um, NFL, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. Yeah, crazy. All right. <laughs> it All right. literally is. So. This was another rough week for us. I'm gonna go ahead and say that for um, the NFL. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a hectic week. So yeah, I it, can see that it was. There was a lot. There was a lot that happened this week. A lot of things went uh, went down, as they say. Um, so to start things off, Thursday night football from last week, the Bears beat the Cowboys 31-24, continuing the Dallas uh, downward spiral. They're currently still in first place in the NFC East uh, with a losing record. So, it's crazy. If Philadelphia manages to win this game, they'll be they'll be tied. But, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. As of right now, as we're recording this, the Giants are up 7-0 at the start of the second quarter. So, so check me out. This is, this is my thing um, as far as the NFC East. It's really just an unfortunate thing that it's, it's fallen off that competitively. Um, also, furthermore, like I just feel like it's like a disservice to the Eagles because if I'm not, if we're not mistaken, like the Eagles before injuries had one of the deeper squads in the Absolutely. league, and yeah, I mean they, year, they were like one of the deepest rosters, and they wow. literally just got riddled with injuries. <laughs> they, um, uh, they always got one of the deeper squads. You know, say again. So they always got one of the deeper squads. Bro. Yeah, like their front, their front office does good work. Um, but yeah, so like I was saying, it's just a shame that, you know, it's falling off that competitively. Like, I don't even think people care about this being like a, a rivalry game. Giants Eagles is, is a big deal in the NFL. And it's like, nobody's really concerned right now. Not anymore. Right. You know what I mean? So the fact that Dallas is still in the driver's seat is pretty saddening. 
But isn't it like every year there's always a conference that has like a winner that's like seven and nine, eight or eight or nine and seven? I don't not know, not to this extent, bro. Not like, like I could say nine and seven, maybe. Not as of late. But like, bro, like it's looking like this, this team, whoever wins this division is gonna have either a losing record or finish at five hundred. Didn't the didn't the it, the the Seahawks win like the NFC West or something like that with like a nine and seven record? I mean, a seven and nine record. When this this might have been. That um, might have been what? the a year. team that made the playoffs in seven nine record. Well, made the playoffs, yeah. yeah the Colts did. Yeah, well, uh, the Seahawks made it to the play. They didn't oh, win the, the division. Seahawks, Seahawks made it to the playoffs. I think that was the year they went to the Super Bowl. Mm. They went in as the sixth seed. I I feel like, like it was a, a seven, like and a nine seven and nine division winner. I really I'm do. Not, I'm not sure. That was a long time ago. But it, it's crazy though because 2000, 2010, 2010, the NFC okay. West, all four teams in the NFC West had um, losing records, and the Seahawks tragic. won their division at seven and nine. That's tragic, ancient times. That's super. It's super. That crazy. was a de- that was a decade ago. Now, was- <laughs> I mean, I feel you that it was a decade ago. You know what no, I mean? I'm just, but that, I, I'm just saying that's crazy that it's actually a decade ago, 2010. Yeah, I mean, like at the end of the day, you know, like what, what ends up happening here is like that. I actually remember. That season relatively well, and those teams were really, really trash. That was the Packers fifteen to one season. They were supposed mm-hmm. to go like all the way, and they were trash. Yeah, which is which is unbelievable, absolutely um, unbelievable. It's 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 hard figuring this whole situation. It just sucks because the NFC is like doing so well this year. There's going to be a ten and six team that doesn't make the playoffs, right? And you have a losing record in there, which is crazy. But that's the way they structure it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think they kind of need to adopt more of a NBA kind of mm-hmm. philosophy as far as just you know the top six seeds or whatever, however many seeds you want to do from each conference. So I feel when when it comes to like that whole like playoff structure, I I do feel as if and I agree with you. I I think they do need to restructure it. However, I think like a division winner should absolutely be a division winner. But I think. And, I mean, you guys can agree or disagree. I've always felt this way. I feel like wins should matter, right? Mm-hmm. I, I understand, like, you're a division winner. But if you're, like, a 7-9 and nine division winner and you're in the wild card and you're playing, like, an 11-5 and five team and even a team that probably beat you once in a the season, they should have home field advantage. Yeah. That's just how I personally feel. I understand that division champions are supposed to get weight or whatever, but I don't know if that should be rewarded personally. No, it's bullshit when you're in a weak division. Right, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, although, like you know, the the New England Patriots have have definitely been a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They've definitely been successful through being in a weak division. They still were winning against other teams. They won their games against other divisions and other conf- in the other conference. So mm-hmm. it didn't matter. But if you're in a weak division and your record is still nine and seven or eight and eight, and you happen to be the division winner because everybody else. Was six and ten, four and twelve, five and eleven. I mean, it's like, should you really get home field advantage? Right. You know what I mean? I I I don't know. I I feel like it's a it's a touch and go situation. Yeah, uh, I feel like that's not even like on their list of things to potentially look at, and then uh, no. anywhere in the near future. They they, they, got so they, they got so many there. other things to handle. Exactly. Yeah, and we'll we'll get to one of the biggest things here in a little bit. Um. 
Up next, the Falcons beat the Panthers 40-20. to um, The Panthers announced that they will look to potentially trade Cam Newton uh, if there's a really good offer during the offseason. Um, but they don't plan on releasing him. They want to get something out of it. So, I mean, which, yeah, that 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 was. I feel like which we, is smart, obviously. Right? Is, yeah. yeah. Once you let go, once you let go of the coach that he's had for his whole career, I think the yeah. writing is kind of sort of on the wall there. Right. You're gonna, you gonna you you got to imagine a new coach is gonna want to kind of instill whatever new uh, philosophies or or anything like that, um, and that that goes with the new quarterback and schemes, all that shit. Absolutely. Um, and, and it's going to be difficult for Cam to go to, like, a different scheme after he's been doing one his whole, like, something or a variation of the same thing his whole career. Unless he ends up with a, a good coach who, you know, knows how to just work a scheme around the quarterback skill set. Facts. And then, and then you'll have a situation like Baltimore. Facts. Um, I mean, so. I, like, I like what you were saying the other day about him in um, Chicago. That's not a bad move for them at all, but I mean the way Trubisky has been playing as of late, I think they might still hold on to him. They probably will, but I think that's a mistake. Why do you think it's a mistake? I think cause just because he's shown you three weeks of good games that you're gonna ride it out with him, but like this man has shown you the whole season and he can't get anything done. I don't care if he had a couple two good games in December. Like uh, I wouldn't send him to Chicago. Where would you camp? send him? And I wouldn't give up on Drabisky just yet. Oh, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't want Cam in Chicago either. But I don't want. I don't think. Uh, I, I wouldn't Trubisky's say Trubisky. I don't think Trubisky. I don't think you can write Trubisky off just yet. And he what second year? Yeah. Come on, son. Give him some time. Give him at least a full rookie. You feel me? I no. mean, I I I appreciate <laughs> the fact that they're running him more. I think he's way too athletic to not run. Right. So the fact that they're running him is pretty good. I think Cam should go to Tampa, man. He should go to Tampa, and then they should let go of Jameis, and Jameis should get picked up by Belichick, where he'll become more disciplined and become an absolute beast. No, bro. Belichick don't want no dumbass on this shit. Yeah, real talk. This man was throwing two Muhammad Sanu can't figure out our offense. What makes you think Jameis Winston's about to understand Mm -hmm. anything? True. But what if he does... He's stupid. He got yeah. Cause it's it's one thing it's one thing to throw the amount of interceptions he does if he was just a gunslinger taking chances, but he's just throwing dumb picks. Like that's true. He like threw a pick throwing, in within his first like three passes the other day. He, bro, that's what he always does. And like one of the picks, like there was no receivers around. Like he just threw it. He threw it directly to the linebacker. You feel me? I do feel like, you, Reggie. Oh, but we'll we'll get to that game in a second. Um, the Ravens beat the Bills twenty four seventeen. Good game. The Bills are no joke. They Great lost game. this game, but they are no joke, and they are going to be a problem in the playoffs. Great football game. They're yeah. going to be a problem if they go to a cold weather stadium too. Oh, they're good for that. They're right at home. That's, that's, definitely, that's something that's definitely going to work in their advantage. And it looks like they probably will. I mean, you got to think that the teams that they would potentially have to go visit would be either a New, New England, Kansas City, Baltimore, 
all cold. Um, I'm trying to think of who else is even up there. That'd really be it, I think. Yes, sir. Yeah, because they wouldn't go see the four seed. So it'd be whatever those, whatever one of those top three. So yeah, I think they're they're built for for whatever's coming their way. So we'll we'll see we'll see if Josh Allen can, you know, make some plays happen, and get it done offensively. And you know they'll be they'll be straight because that defense that defense is is no slouch. Um, the Browns beat the Bengals twenty seven nineteen. The game was what it was. Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming out about Odell Beckham. It looks like you guys uh, know you might have been right about him wanting out. Apparently, he's been telling different players and coaches on opposing teams throughout the year to come get him. How would they know that? So here's here's the reason why I I kind of sent that. So the one thing that I've always like noticed in my time on Twitter and I and Buddha and I think I told you this personally, like. I think Twitter's the best thing smoking. I feel like sometimes we get so caught up in the national sports outlets that we really don't pay attention to the local sports outlets. They be knowing, bro. They be knowing. And, and, and honestly, like, you know, Odell is not necessarily having fun like he thought he would be. And, you know, Odell's one of those quote-unquote fun-loving guys, or at least he'd be winning. And he never really he wanted to go... To Cleveland in the first place. Remember, he wanted to go to either, I believe it was New England or San Francisco. They didn't send him right. to either. Right? And and I think he definitely feels tried because he's like, yo, like New England isn't even somebody who's gonna be on your radar until the Super Bowl. Like, you easily could have sent me there, but but they didn't. You know what I mean? So I, I think I think what, what it boils down to here is to us. Yeah, so bottom line here is once I saw that on there. I was like, oh, that's easily true. It's easily true. Like, it might not be him, like, acting out or anything like that, but he, he does not want to be there. And, I mean, can we, let's, let's, let's be real. Uh, I feel like when it comes down to it, he is a talent, right? And he does have his prima donna ways. So, I'm asking y'all, if y'all was in his shoes, would y'all want to be there too? I mean, um... I mean, you there with your best friend from college. You got a pretty good offense. Like, you just gotta get pieces figured out. I don't see why he wouldn't want to be there. To be honest. Yeah, I th- I think it's it's more of a, a coaching issue, in my opinion. I think I mean they got a million pieces there. They had a ton of injuries this year too, especially on the defensive side. Uh, most that of their corners, did. most of their agree. yeah, most of their corners were out all year, so it was really hard for the defense to to step it up. And the defense has been playing well these past couple weeks because they've had you know their guys back. Denzel's back, you know. I think Greedy got hurt again, but um, I don't know. I, I think it, they're just in a situation where they put Freddie Kitchens in charge of the whole team. I think prematurely. I know. think Kitchens should have just. I felt like Kitchens should have just been on the offensive side of things. I felt like, although they call him an a-hole, I felt like Greg Williams was could have been a better coach. Yeah, you know, they won all those games last year. But somebody that Dylan brought up to me um, yesterday that I didn't even think of, this would be a great spot for Ron Rivera. Oh, for real? What? You are not lying. He will get that team in check. Whoa. That's, wow, the exact, that's, that's the exact that's kind good. of coach. I didn't even think about that as a location for him, but that is like the team that he that his type of coaching needs right there. 
And that's a, an amazing amount of talent. Yeah. Yo, he could do an a amazing lot with that. amount of talent. Wow, bro. Who did you say he was just thinking of that, or somebody mentioned that to you? Dylan said it to me uh, yesterday at our house. Dylan, that is a that is a hot take and a great call. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really good, bro. Yes, I didn't even sir. think about that. It's a good spot. I would easily let him go to put Ron Rivera on. Well, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, oh, dude. that's that's phenomenal. Robert, I'm about to just say no to that job. Word. I don't know any coach I would actually say. What no other to that job would you that, take? What, what other job would he take loaded. instead of that? The roster is loaded. It's loaded. Because he possibly take besides the Atlanta. Right. Absolutely loaded. Yeah. Absolutely loaded. What other games we got to cover, bro? Oh, okay. Um, so up next we got the Packers beating the Redskins twenty to fifteen. Um, Yo, why did the Redskins play him up so well? I missed that game. It really started, it came late in the game. Um, Green Bay was pretty much in control for most of it, but like towards the end, they just kind of kicked it in gear and, and started moving. Wow. So, yeah. Amazing. AP, um, Dwayne AP Haskins looks pretty here. good too. Mm-hmm. I give him that. For, for what it's worth, for having like a line that's not completely... Uh, I, I mean, it's obviously not one of the better lines in the league. And he doesn't have one of the better offenses in the league. AP is probably the only decent piece that he has. He's doing pretty well. Right. Yeah, and no, AP, he's... like you said, AP is definitely out here. He's, he's definitely uh That man still being efficient. Youth. Still being efficient. Um, all right. The Vikings beat the Lions 20-7. to It was pretty much 20 nothing for a good portion of this game. Uh, so it was, it was an easy win. Can't expect much. Needed win for for Minnesota, believe it or not. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Down the stretch here, that that could be crucial. Yeah. Um. Let me see. The 49ers beat the Saints, forty eight, forty six. Might be the game of the year. Might be the game of the year. That game was incredible. Um. And, you know, you would think with the high scores that there was no defense being played. Those defenses were, were putting in work, too. Like, yeah, they put up a bunch of points, but there were some key defensive moves, like, in place throughout throughout that game. Do you think the Garoppolo doubters stop after this game? Mm-mm. They need to see it in the playoffs. Yeah, that's facts. What about Kittle, though, in that last play and on fourth down? Bro, that man's clutch. He's a beast. Because he would have had that first, even without the face mask, he had that first and, and then some. Facts. And also, do you think that there is a good chance to say that he might possibly have taken on the mantle as the best tight end in the league? Because um, it was, it was, it was know, seeming like it was going to be Kelsey. You but know, I, I, as Kittle blocks better than Kelsey. He does. I still think it's Kelsey though, right now. Yeah, I feel like because I've seen Kelsey do it so much longer. Like I, I mean, we we got to see really what this is the second good year from from Kittle. Is this his? Is this his second year? In the second or third? Okay, but this is like the second year. I feel year like that he's last been, like, year, last here. year was like his takeoff year, but the year before yeah. that, he was he was reliable. He was reliable, right? So I don't know. I I feel like I need to to just see it. More and then maybe I can we can have that conversation, but Kelsey's kind of 
that guy. Not going to lie here. <laughs> I feel you. I just feel like, you know, when you have a tight end that blocks as well as he does, it is something to consider. Well, that guy, I, I was well that's one of the things impressed. that made Gronk so great. Yeah, I'm he super is. impressed with his blocking. Also, I just wanted to make a mention that can we officially say that uh, Iowa just might be tight end you? Yeah. Yeah, they turned over. They turned out two last year. I'm sure they probably got somebody coming out. They got TJ Hawkinson, <laughs> Noah Fant, George Kittle. Uh-huh. George Kittle. Yeah, they've 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 done all right. Hawkinson ain't doing shit though. Well, that's because they have a third string quarterback right now. He wasn't doing shit with the first one. Damn, bro. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, shit. I feel like there's more tight ends. Oh, Dallas Clark is from Iowa. I forgot about him. Oh, nice. Dallas Clark was that guy. Scott Chandler was also that guy, too. Um, But, yeah, in general, so the 49ers, um, you know, taking care of business, last-second field goal. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's really not an indictment on either team. The score, I guess, this is a game that you're expecting to see, and I can't wait to see it again in the playoffs, potentially. Agreed. Uh, the Jets beat the Dolphins 22-21. Man, them Dolphins are fun to watch. I'm not even going to lie to you. They this, are. Fitzpatrick is fun. They're playing good football. Listen, they got some in Flores, man. Yeah. Flores is a good oh, coach. Oh, he's fired up on that sideline, man. He is a Holy good coach. Shit. That man was ready to bump on Sunday. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, he was. He'll be all right, though. Yeah. Bro, hold on. Alshon Jeffrey is out for the game? Yep. Bro, okay. so the Eagles only got two receivers now? Yep, and now it looks like someone else is hurt for the Eagles. Oh, my gosh. What a season. Yeah. Um. Great. So, the Bucks somehow beat the Colts 38-35. Um, Bro, didn't Jameis have like five total touchdowns? Yeah, four passing and one rushing. Also through How many picks did he have? Like three? Three. Yep, three. Of course. Yo, Jameis is like that person who learn who's learning how to play quarterback in the like Madden mode, like the Madden yeah. career mode for the first time. <laughs> that's the first. That's the first season. Yes, <laughs> that's the rookie year. Exactly. Or like you remember when we when we were doing like that Madden season together and it was like a harder game. Jesus, yes. And I would throw like six touchdowns but like four picks. Yeah. Yep. I was on my Jameis. That's crazy. <laughs> Shout out to the Bucks though, they're being competitive. Yeah, they have been. Um Mike Evans got hurt. He had a pretty bad concussion. And uh, after the game, they asked Arians if he'd be ready for next week, and Aaron said it's extremely doubtful. So he he must have got his bell rung pretty good. Oh, kind of like uh, Jared Cook. Jared Cook was balling out too till he got injured. Yep, yep. He's out with a concussion now too. Uh, his hit was was brutal though. Yeah, he went to sleep. Yeah, bro. I was yeah. like, yo. I mean, okay. Well, now that we're here, a situation like that is that a fine? In y'all opinion? Yeah, that's going to be a fine. Yeah? Yeah. Dylan? I didn't see the play, but so I don't know. 
I felt like it was a bang bang play, but I feel like you yeah. gotta find them though, right? Even though it's a bang bang play, just because you don't want to continue that trend, right? Right, but and also not only was it bang bang, you can make the argument that he was still defenseless. I mean, he scored the touchdown. Holy crap! Huh? He scored the touchdown, right? That was that was after the touchdown catch. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, I felt like it might have it might could have been pointless. Uh, well, hopefully uh, Mike Evans uh, gets to protocol pretty soon because you're going to need him. For sure. Um, the Broncos whooped up on the Texans. They beat them 38-24, but that game was not as close as the score indicates. They just killed Houston in Houston. I don't know what to say. Drew Locke made that defense look silly. So can uh, I can I put a scenario out there? Sure. Do you think this could have potentially been because of them planning and putting so much in against the Patriots that they probably just you know, didn't have any more juice? For, I would say, uh, I would say this, yeah, this was a trap game for them. Yeah. Yep. I, I could absolutely see that. Boys yeah, trash. I just I feel like just watching that game, like Denver looked like world beaters. But I'm pretty sure they play another team, and it's not the same. I just think it was just the perfect storm of events. Yeah, but they're going to have a tough one this week. Um, but we'll get there. So the Chargers beat the Jaguars 45-10. to 10. Uh, Yeah. Sorry, Jaguars. That ain't it. Uh, the Titans beat the Raiders 42-21. And there goes our playoff hopes. Yep, we out of there. But, Bro, you know, I, I didn't think it was going to be no 42-21. No, I, honestly, because it was 21-21 through a lot of it, and then they scored one, and then they scored another one on a turnover of ours, and then uh, at the end it was another turnover return for a touchdown that sealed it. Tannehill went 21 for 27, 391 yards and three touchdowns. That is nice. He played great. Yeah. He played great. Tell y'all about this boy Tannehill, man. Tell y'all about this boy Tannehill, dog. I ain't going to sit here and say he's in the top tier quarterbacks, but man, man, man. If if the Titans get into the playoffs, they're going to upset somebody. No, I can not. see it. They play no. good football. They play. They have good ground. Yes. Their defense is solid enough to hold in on a game. And I mean, Damn, Derrick Henry has performed Damn. in the playoffs before. It wouldn't be the first time that the Titans got an upset. Because didn't they right. upset like the Chiefs a couple of years back, right before uh, Mahomes took over the spot? Absolutely. Yeah, so I could I could absolutely see yeah, that. I mean, that's a great Alex call. Smith. That's a great call. They upset Alex Smith. Bro. <laughs> They're not upsetting nobody this year. Sam, bro. All right. Anyways. So, uh, the Chiefs beat the Patriots 23-16. The Chiefs beat the Patriots 23-16. That hurts. Yeah, there was a lot of... A lot of bad calls by the refs. I think they need to implement the uh, <sighs> the sky judge. That a uh, what was the the shit? The other league, the AAF. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh no. Like yeah, the they had, AAF. Yeah, they had the sky judge. They need to do something. 
that would basically monitor everything that was happening on the field and they would call if it was a call they would call a no call they they, 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 they would automatically review every penalty in the game and it didn't really take any time away from the actual game they need to do something because this is getting that was, one of, that was one of the worst games I've ever seen and that's not even trying to be a fan like yeah I wish I nah, wasn't was pretty a fan. bad I but wish I wasn't a fan so I could just say it the same exact with the same exact energy cuz that was You know the thing the thing about it is is like I just hope that although I will be honest as a patriot uh as a supporter of the Patriots that yes we have gotten pivotal calls we've gotten a majority of pivotal calls that's a fact I will definitely say that However I think after this game, it would be fair to say that we don't always get all the calls. It's just that this time around is one of the few times we didn't get the pivotal calls. But there have been quite a few games where Patriots have not gotten the calls. It's just I think this is one of the few times where the calls really change the outcome of the game, especially that Nikhil Harry touchdown. Like but the That turns game. the whole game around. Everything they did changed the whole game around. Yeah, like, so... Well, I'll tell you, this was serious enough, like... I've never seen a game with this many horrible calls, horrible decision-making on crucial moments. Like, it's almost like this shouldn't even be legal for you to I do mean, that. I like, mean, uh, the, that Cowboys-Green Bay Packers divisional playoff game where Dez didn't get the catch, there was some pretty questionable calls in that game. That yeah, but the, catch, but the catch is the one thing that they took away that was like, damn, y'all robbed him right there. But there was about... Four or five Dez incidences in this one Patriot game. In this one game, I can count about five incidences where it's... And there's a lot of people that's like, like it's cool when you're able to go out and say, hey, you know, we should have played a better game, even though this this happened. We should have... We had... Ch-. No. I feel that, but at the same time, when referees put you in a position to where everything that can keep you in the game is taken away from you, then what the hell am I supposed to do? Like, you're supposed to do your job as a professional and play ball. As a ref, your job is to call it down the middle and make sure that... Imagine this is an AFC Championship game. Imagine this is a Super Bowl. A team lost by one touchdown and got robbed of two in one game. In clear decision-making, that was like, well, technically, you should just do this. To avoid this issue altogether, like the fumble, why would it, and I don't understand why in fumble recoveries that you know are going to end up getting reviewed and is about to be controversy. Why they automatically just call it down by contact instead of just letting it play out, knowing that you're going to have to review it anyways. Especially if one is getting returned for touchdown. Same thing on the touchdown. If it's it took them about ten seconds looking at each other before they made the call on whether to call them inbounds or touchdown so at that point you might as well just call it a touchdown because it has to get reviewed anyways that's two clear touchdowns you took away from a team that one one touchdown would have came at the half that would have had the game tied going into the half the Chiefs came out and scored three points the entire second half got outscored and you took away two touchdowns made and then call a time call a touchdown and then renege on the touchdown as the team is coming off the field. Don't reset the play clock. Force the team to have to call a timeout because there's not enough time for them to get the playoff because they thought it was a touchdown and damn near the entire team was on the sideline. Yeah, that's crazy. So now we waste another timeout. 
and then waste challenges on fumbles that should have been called a fumble, and then we can't f- challenge the Nikhil Harry touchdown. Like, it's one thing they're like, oh, they didn't get a pass interference call here or there. Oh, they missed this holding. Oh, a tripping call. But, like, touchdowns, challenges getting taken away, timeouts, that's almost like the Steph Curry series when Draymond got suspended and then Steph falls off for the first time in his life. Like, it's like, bro, it's too much stuff happening in coincidence. It's like, you got to, like, how are you blatantly just missing calls and it's okay? And no one looks at it. It's like, oh, you guys, you, well, you guys don't have any more challenges. You guys don't have any more challenges on our bad calls. That's unacceptable. And I'm not just trying to say that as a fan, but that was, that was horrible. Horrible. Facts. Nothing to say there, but dog. The Patriots had a better running game. They had six less catches. Both teams only allowed a one passing touchdown. Hmm. Niggas had the same. They played the same type of game. All right. Fuck ass refs. <laughs> so moving right along, the uh, the Steelers beat the Cardinals twenty three seventeen. Um. And then last night, Sunday Night Football, the Rams beating the Seahawks 28-12. Yeah, the hell came out of nowhere. Um, the Rams finally playing like they were supposed to have played all year. They finally gave Todd Gurley the ball. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, they're looking to try to make a run into the playoffs. It may be too little too late. We'll, we'll see how a lot of these other games. They're probably going to need help, though. Watch the Bears um, To get into the playoffs. So. The Bears going to fold. Well, who's at the head no, of the, the Vikings? The Vikings. Oh, yeah, the Vikings. It, ha- it would have to be the Vikings because it's not going to be the five seed. Five seed's getting pretty much locked in. Who's that right now? It's the 49ers. Oh, I think they are locked in, actually. Oh, yeah, because both of them are, yeah. Yeah, and, and then uh, Monday Night Football is currently uh, in progress right now, so I don't have a score on that. Eagles but, are going to lose. Yeah, but as of right now, the teams that have clinched a playoff spot, um, the Baltimore Ravens, the Kansas City Chiefs have clinched the division. The New Orleans Saints. Those are the three teams that have clinched. Um, yeah. Anything else NFL before we get into the picks? Yes, I had some things that I wanted to share with you. I was going to sprinkle it in while the games were called, but I kind of wanted to throw them out at the same time just so I can gauge your wow factor and also tell you how nuts they are. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yep. All right. Drew Locke. Drew Locke is the first rookie in the Super Bowl era to pass for at least 300 yards and three touchdowns in his first career road start. Okay. That is that is kind of nuts. Think of all the rookie quarterbacks that have come through the league in the Super Bowl era. Yeah, that's a lot. That's crazy. That's a fluke. Here we go. It gets better. Ryan Tannehill joined Aaron Rodgers as the only players to complete 75% of their passes with a rating of 130 plus in three straight games in NFL history. Tannehill also joined Russell Wilson as the only players with four straight games with two passing touchdowns and a rating of 125 or more in history. Uh, nuts bro it's crazy I'm throwing out all these days and I'm like bro what Jameis Winston oh boy 
is the third quarterback in NFL history to record at least 450 passing yards, four touchdowns passing, and a rushing touchdown in a single game. And the two people are Norman Norman Van Brocklin and Billy Volek. Who the fuck? fuck? <laughs> that's how pointless these stats are. Bruh, those guys Bro, that's how it was like that's in not, black that's and white. That's like the LeBron stats. LeBron is the first one in the NBA to record 25, 7, 8, 3, and 2. Hey, listen. In five straight know. games. You don't get mad at me. I'm telling you nuts stats. Nigga said, You're this nigga said, with, tied with Obo Redenbacher. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not done. This is not your segment. You had your time to talk about the whole Patriots. Let me get my time. Shut up and let me finish. Thank you. Now, Colts linebacker Darius Leonard. He has 12 sacks and six interceptions since entering the NFL in 2018. He is the first player to register at least 10 sacks and five interceptions in his first 25 career games since the sack has became a statistic. I think that's a great stat. Because he is dominant as a defensive player. He covers all bases. So I thought that was good. Also. He's an all-around backer. Two things. No, shut up. Because you was over here like, oh, these are LeBron stats. Shut up. Mad, mad, mad. Sick of you. I'm super mad mad now. Uh, We ain't even cool. We ain't even cool, bro. We ain't even cool, bro. All this this smokes for you. Mad, mad, mad. Mad, mad, mad. So. Here's something odd. Jimmy Garoppolo and Drew Brees each had 349 pass yards. This is the third time it's happened since 1950 that two opposing quarterbacks had the same exact passing yards. Damn. I do it all the time on Madden. I think it's a glitch. <laughs> they probably just get lazy and say, F it, he gets the same amount of passing yards. It's whatever. Um, last thing. Um, he's obviously going to be a Hall of Famer for sure, but I just wanted to touch on his legacy real quick. Even though he left us and went to a rival, but it's all good because it happens all the time. Adam Vinatieri. There's a potential that this might be his last season. The way he's been kicking as of late, it it probably is. Yeah, he need to hang out. He need to go. If he retires, first ballot. He leaves as first place in points scored all time, first place in field goals made, second place in games played. Third place in seasons played. First place in playoff points. Second place in playoff games played. First place in playoff field goals made. Second place in Super Bowl points scored. And first place in Super Bowl field goals made. He's absolutely the GOAT of kickers. This, that, that's absolutely nuts that he has all of those accolades. Yeah. That's the nuts. Yeah, it's super nuts. It's, it's, he's absolutely the go the go to kickers. Done deal. <laughs> That's first ballot right now, boy. Yeah, I, he has he has to be first ballot, right? I mean, is there uh, any sorry. more decorated kicker? No. That we can even think of? Mm, no, it's not even close. Yeah, so he he absolutely has to be first ballot. And then after him, it's gonna be Justin Tucker. I can see Justin Tucker. I can see Goskowski. He's got a couple of rings under his plate. Because Thompson has been trash as of late. He, been my he has he's been, been trash as of late. He's been hurt. He's he has been, been Didn't hurt. they let him go? No, no he he's hurt. Yeah, he went on Oh, he's hurt. Okay. Okay. Janikowski, I can see getting into the Hall of Fame. Hell yeah, I see Bass getting in the Hall of Fame. I can see Janikowski getting in. Um, but yeah, that's it for the nuts portion. Eli out here eating on your ass. Real talk. <laughs> Eli is cooking right now. Jesus. 
We talk about uh, we talking about wrestling bit all. Oh no, we gotta do picks first, bro. Oh, Bay Africa all about the picks, bit. Let's get them out of the way. Yeah, true ugly eye. I'm sorry, I'm not ugly. My wife actually thinks I'm quite handsome. Well, she's lying. Um, bitch. <laughs> she's reason. She's not lying. Anyways. You're just a hater. So this week, Nels and Dylan, you guys tied for the picks. You guys went seven and eight. Yes, sir. Terrible. And that's Looks not like ca- I'm about and that's to be not a counting. Winner. And that's not counting this game. If the Giants win, then you guys are seven and nine. And yes, I got, sir. And I'm six and nine. Sixty-nine. Ow. If the Giants win, I'm six and ten. Damn. Oh, so. six. Six ten. Oh, Peyton. I mean Eli. Peyton Eli. Who is it? Touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, for the last time this season, Thursday night football, the five and eight Jets at the eleven and two Ravens. 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 Lamar. I got the Ravens too. Bit all. Let's make it happen. Um. The ten and three Patriots at the one and twelve Bengals. Patriots well, at thirty. Yeah, uh, yeah. Patriots. Yeah. And they got us fucked up on this goddamn. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna give you guys the win because you guys, because yeah, we're clearly, <laughs> you guys are we're clearly recording plays. <laughs> clearly, we're recording plays of the one and eleven Bengals. Fuck out of oh, here. Oh man. Alright, the uh the six and seven Bucks at the three nine and one Lions. Bucks. Bucks. I can't believe I'm actually saying Bucks. Lions, y'all got blow fucked up. Who? <laughs> y'all got my dog blow fucked up, man. Right, Bling blow. The seven and six Bears at the ten and three Packers. The Packers. Watch them lose. Packers. But watch the Bears give them that work. Mm-hmm. Watch them lose. It's in Green Bay, right? What is their records? uh, Packers are ten and three. Bears are seven and six. Mm -hmm. So the Bears need this win. Bears over here trying to make this little pushy push. Mm -hmm. The Bears need this win. They ain't gonna get it though. Too much pressure on Trubisky. But he he could do it though. The Packers defense kind of booty. Yeah, I was about to say Trubisky definitely the tool. I mean the 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 recipe is there for a Bears upset. So are y'all changing y'all picks? No. All right, then. I'm just saying the Packers ain't got no nah, pass I mean, rush. I'm thinking about it, but I can't go back, so. I'm just saying the Packers That's funny how now you're saying I can't go back, but whenever you really want to go back, you can yeah, make me change that shit. I mean, I want to go back. Then I go back. Go All right, go back and take the Bears, man. Go ahead. Let's do Let's do the Bears, baby. Bet. <laughs> you see them boys going to lose. All right. Um, and what could be a very, very, very important game in the AFC South, the eight and five Texans at the eight and five Titans. Texans. These teams play each other twice in the next three weeks. Texans is gonna get the first one. I'm you're going Texans? Hell yeah. I'm going Titans. I'm going Titans as well. Well, Deshaun Watson ain't no bitch, bro. No one said he's a bitch. It's about. Nah, it, it's not even about offense. It's just I don't trust the Texans' defense. I don't trust Tannehill. The five and eight Broncos at the nine and four Chiefs. Chiefs. The Chiefs. Broncos are gonna give them some issues though. Yes, the, the Chiefs. The half is the three and ten Dolphins at the currently two and ten Giants. The. Uh, 
Giants with Eli Manning. I was about to say if Eli is starting, I like I like the Giants. <laughs> I, like I don't the know. Giants. I don't know if Eli's starting, but he will be starting. But stop. Can we do though. it with positions? No, no, but it's Eli. No, you I'm already calling it. I think I'm gonna go Dolphins. You foolish boy. Is it in New York? Yeah, but the Dolphins were just in New York yesterday. They're staying in New York this whole week. But they're gonna be tired of being there. I'm going Dolphins, bro. That's a good pick, bro. That's a really good pick. Um, uh, bro. The five and seven bro. Eagle, well, the currently five and seven Eagles at the three and ten Redskins. If the Giants win this game, I have no faith in them to be. I mean, here's the thing: like the Eagles are not healthy, and they just lost Lane Johnson. The Redskins. I'm going Redskins. I'm going. Is it in Washington too? Yeah. I'm going Redskins, bro. That's crazy. All right. uh, The ten and three Seahawks at the five and eight Panthers. Seahawks. Seahawks. Panthers ain't got no firepower, and, and McCaffrey's all. been slowing down a little bit. He's t- man, he's, he's tired. tired he's tired, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's a long season. That's a lot of work. Um, all right, the four and nine Jaguars at the six and seven Raiders. This is the last game ever in the Oakland Coliseum for the Raiders. This is an emotional game. They need this win. I got the Raiders. Raiders going out with a bang, baby. <laughs> Bless you, Raiders. The Raiders. Um, the six and seven Browns at the three nine and one Cardinals. Browns. They've been playing. Browns, bro. The Browns. The nine and four Vikings at the five and eight Chargers. Vikings. Vikings. The Vikings. The eight and five Rams at the six and seven Cowboys. I'm gonna go Rams. Wait, what is the Rams? Eight and five. Really? Oh, they're fighting for their playoff career. Yes. They're fighting for their playoff chances. I got Rams. Absolutely Rams. Oh, Rams ain't about to have that, boy. P Rams ain't about to have that, boy. The four and nine Falcons at the eleven and two 49ers. 49ers. 49ers about 80. Nose? Niners. Jimmy G by 80. Uh, Sunday night football, the 9-4 Bills at the 8-5 Steelers. Who would have thought this game would be important at the beginning of the, the season? Bills. I'm going Bills. Gotta go Bills, baby. Steelers ain't going to the playoffs, bro. Word. Um, and then Monday night football, the 6-7 Colts at the 10-3 Saints. 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 Colts shouldn't have lost that goddamn game. Saints, but all how the hell the Colts right. lose? That's it. Boys, try bro. That is, is that is what it is? That is what it is. NFL, it is what it is. NFL ain't about to fire any of these officials. That shit crazy. Nope. Nah. Um. So real quick to hit on uh wrestling, there is a pay per view this weekend. However, we will not be doing picks. As they only have three official matches. Uh, it is the TLC pay-per-view. Uh, there's going to be a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. New Day versus The Revival. There's a TLC match between Roman Reigns and uh, King Corbin. Which I hate. I hate. How are you going to do a tables, ladders, and chair match when there's nothing for them to reach up and get from the ladder? 
Like, so they can just use the ladder as a weapon? Yeah, you could do that in a no-DQ match. Like, TLC, there should be something that they're, like, trying to reach. You feel me? Big whether, facts. Whether it's a title or something. Like, I don't know. I think that's dumb. Anyways. Um, and then a Universal Championship match between Bray Wyatt and The Miz. And notice I said Bray Wyatt, not The Fiend Bray Wyatt. So it is Firefly Funhouse. Is going to fight him by himself? It's Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt versus The Miz. Mm, but that might be interesting, though. Yeah, we have not. We we saw um, on SmackDown last week, we saw The Fiend, or not The Fiend, sorry, Bray Wyatt for the first time in person as Bray Wyatt. The, that the, might turn into something dope. Yeah, so I'm digging it. I don't know what it's leading up to. But I'm fucking with it because he's also in the middle of a storyline with Daniel Bryan where last week The Fiend dragged Daniel Bryan, you know, under the ring, like through the middle of the ring like Kane and Undertaker used to do and like started pulling out clumps of hair. So I don't know what's happening there, but I'm here for it. I'm here for The Fiend. Um, One thing I don't like is that there's only three matches on this card because they just had a pay-per-view two weeks ago. And they put all their storytelling into that, and they didn't have any of the feuds to book a match. So now they're like scrambling with storylines, trying to throw a card together. That's why they're doing all this Kevin Owens bullshit. So I say that to say I think WWE needs to cut down on their pay-per-views. Instead of having to do one a month, one every two months. Six pay-per-views a year. You got your big four, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam. A fifth one can be Money in the Bank. And then whatever random sixth Clash one. of the Champions. Clash of Champions. There you go. Clash of Champions. Even though that's kind of what Survivor Series has become recently. Yeah, but the but the belts aren't on the line in Survivor Series, isn't it? Champion versus champion, and in Clash of Champions, all the belts are up on the line. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. Yeah, I think see, that's lit. Okay, see, that's the problem because it used to be called Night of Champions, which is easier to think that when you say when it I hear Clash of Champions, it makes it seem like the champions are fighting each that's other. That's true. So maybe they should change it back to Night of Champions. Maybe I it is Night of Champions. Should. Maybe, no, no, maybe they, I messed up. No, I think they definitely changed it to Clash of Champions. Not gonna lie to you. Mm, kind of probably to keep in line with the WCW uh, when they yeah. used to have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to love Clash of Champions on WCW. <laughs> that used to be that go. Um, but yeah, so I think they'd be they'd benefit from that. You look at NXT. NXT only has like four or five pay per views per year. Right. Um, I I like the idea that you have just because now since there's going to be so much. There's a lot of parody now when you have like the six, when you have this the six um, pay per views, right? Yeah. I think like it's it's just more room to want more. You can I build more. Because, you can make the storylines mean more too. Right, and, and you can and you can extend it longer. Yeah, and, yeah. and also what it is too is like, you know, I think and and you and I can both attest to this. I think this is the reason why there's not so much hype behind pay per views anymore. There's just so many. Right. They don't mean anything. There's no big thing like, oh, the big pay-per-view's coming. Here we go. It's all been leading up to this. Judgment Day. Whatever. And there's no payoff now. Because it's like, oh, 
they're just going to do the same thing tomorrow night in a rematch on Raw, and then they're going right. to carry this on for another two months of pay-per-views. Boys are not a shit. Yeah. Or, so, what it was, too, is to remember back in the day... When you had those those baby like those those inner in in between pay per views like the unforgivens and the backlashes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they were never for like major feuds. You would have like your your tweener feuds or you would have like something that would lead up to something bigger, but right. it would never be like major uh, major matches. And and now what's happening is there's a major match every pay per view, and it's just like come on. Unbelievable. I feel. I don't know. I just think they should look at, at NXT as a, you know, kind of a, a map and how to do that. You know, build long-term stories that people get involved. Oh, like Triple in. H. Yeah, exactly. So just listen to Triple H. He'll take he'll take care of it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's all I that's all I got on that. Um, also, yeah, no, that's it. All right, done. Sorry. So we are moving on to the NCAA, which won't take that long because we're in champion. Well, we were in championship week. Um, I'm going to go over the championship games um, that I see on here. And uh, we'll kind of go from there, baby. 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 All right. So, first and foremost, you know I got to show my HBCU's love um, because the Celebration Bowl is a big deal. Um, so, in the MEAC, um, the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference, Athletic Conference, um, I'm trying to find that championship game. Um, I... Pretty sure North Carolina. Oh, I got Central you. Central won that one, if I'm not mistaken. It, it's you mean Michigan. It's Miami. You no, know, Miami of Ohio beat Central. No, Michigan. no, no, not the not the Mac, not the Mac, the Miac. Oh, the Miac. Yeah. What the fuck is the Miac? The Miac is the Mid Eastern Athletic Conference. It's a conference that's got Fam, Bethune, oh. Howard, Hampton. Oh, that's, why, that's why I didn't see it. Hold on. Yeah. Talking about all these little schools, bro. Yeah, bro, my bad, bit all. Yeah, I can't even. Fi- I, I can't even find that, bit. Yeah, well, I don't oh. know if they had. I don't know if they had a championship. I think they just have a winner. Yeah, that shit ain't telling me nothing. Um, let me oh, see. Sorry. So either way, I'll go to the to the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Um, the Southwestern Athletic Conference, um, that game was won by Alcorn State. They beat Southern 39-24. to um, That actually was a good game. I watched it. Um, it, was, it was very well played. I love the, uh, the game planning that was in that one. Um, shout out to Alcorn. I think Alcorn has made it to the Celebration Bowl um, three years in a row. And yes, they will be going against North Carolina A&T. Um, who are the MEAC champions. Um, moving on, um, we'll go with the group of five first before we go into the um, Power Five conferences. Um, so in the group of five, we'll start with the MAC. 
Miami of Ohio beat Central Michigan 26-21. In the Conference USA Championship game, FAU beat uh, UAB, University of Alabama, Birmingham, 49-6. Boom, boom, clap, clap. FAU, woo. Yes, The Mountain West Championship game, you have Boise State beating Hawaii 31-10. Uh, in the Sun Belt Championship game, you have Appalachian State beating Louisiana, I believe, Lafayette, 45-38. to um, And I think that wraps up our group of five games. Um, as, far as, as far as the Power Five, um, well, I forgot one group of five, I'm sorry. The uh, American Athletic Conference, Memphis beat Cincinnati 29-24. to um, I think now that puts Memphis 2-0 over Cincinnati for the season yep. mm-hmm. in back-to-back weeks. Um, now, in the Power Tough. 5... That's disrespectful. Tough. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> you get your ass up twice. Stupid-ass niggas. You have, have uh, Oregon beating Utah 37-15. Wasn't even close. Oregon just had a wonderful game plan. Um, although Utah was a more athletic team, they just had no answers. Um, I think they had a player by the last name of Breeze who didn't play much this season, but had him a hell of a game on the defensive side of the ball. I think he had like four or five tackles for losses and an interception and a sack, if I'm not mistaken. Had a great game. Um, the Big 12 Championship, Oklahoma beat Baylor 30-23 to in overtime. Baylor gave Oklahoma all they could handle. They, they had their second and third string quarterback playing, and they still took it to overtime and could have possibly won that game pending a mistake or two. Yeah, they played um, a great game. It was a great game. Um, the SEC championship game wasn't even close. LSU had the pedal to the metal from the beginning and beat Georgia 37-10, thus eliminating Georgia from any kind of college football playoff contention. In the ACC championship game, it was even more not close. Clemson absolutely demolished Virginia 62-17, but it was a great platform for Virginia. Shout out to Virginia for even making it to the ACC championship game. Next, um, in the Big Ten championship game, Ohio State comes back to beat Wisconsin from being down, I believe, 21-3 at the half. Yes, Um, sir. Justin Fields. I mean, Justin Fields went to work. Um, and, And Ohio State is looking like a pretty formidable team going into the college football playoffs. With that being said, for the championships... Um, it has us looking at our top 25 going into the bowl games like this. At number 25, you have Oklahoma State University. Number 24, yes, you have sir. the University of Virginia. Number yes, 23, sir. you have the United States Naval Academy. Wow. Number 22, you have the University of Southern California. Number 21, you have the University of Cincinnati. Yeah. Number 20, you have Appalachian State University. Number 19, yes, you have sir. Boise State University. Yes, and number sir. 18 is the University of Minnesota. At number yes, 17 sir. is the University of Memphis, who I believe is the highest-ranked group of five schools. That's why I think they're involved in the New Year's Six Bowl games. Um, number 16, you have the University of Iowa. At number 15 is the University of Notre Dame. Number 14, the University of Michigan. At number 13, shockingly, the University of Alabama. Wow. At number 11, you have the University of Utah. Number 10, Penn State University. Number 9, University of Florida. Number 8, University of Wisconsin. Number 7, Bell University. Number 6, University of Oregon. Number 5, University of Georgia. And the top four participating in the college football playoff you have at number 4, University of Oklahoma. 
Number three, you have Clemson University. Number two, you have Ohio State University. And number one, you have Louisiana State University. (laughs) Reason why I love this top four is because they are all champions. Yes, sir. That's how it should be anyway. That's That's why I said you might as well just add... You might as well just add five and six. You know, you get you the extra potential independent or potential SEC runner-up or potential Big 12 or whatever runner-up plus Pac-12 motherfucker. No, well, if you and extend you it straight. to six, if you, you extend it to six teams and have that the first round buy for the top two teams, it guarantees that all Power Five champions get in. You can even do Power Five champions in the highest ranked group of six. Yeah. I mean, group of five. Yeah, absolutely. Honest. It no, makes it a little do. more even, but exactly. will they actually do that? Probably not. No, of course not. But you know, whatever. It'll be easy, and Bama still would have been in. <laughs> yeah, Bama would have been in this year. <laughs> so yes, sir. So um, to give you some updated odds, um, we are to our finalists now. Um, uh, our four finalists for the 2019 Heisman Award is Joe Burrow, Joe yes, from Louisiana State University. You have Justin Fields from Ohio State University, the yes, Ohio State sir. University. The Ohio you have Jalen Hurts yes, um, yes, with sir. the University of Oklahoma. And, and then Chase. last but not least, you Yo. have Chase Young from the Ohio State University. We got two right. in there, boy. According to odds. We, um, we got two in there. Aren't you a Florida odds, fan? I'm a Justin Fields fan. Toodle. Show us up. You talking about? Sorry, Nels. According to odds, you have Joe Burrow at number one. You look like Joe Burrow. Justin Fields at number two. And you have uh, Hertz and Young coming in at number three collectively. Um, and that wraps up uh, the college football uh, update. Oh, I say he looked like Joe Burrow. <laughs> I don't look like Joe Burrow. That's why he I said, and, it was, and he only said that for the one white guy in the group. <laughs> he could have said it for any of the black students. He said, yeah, you, look, he said you look like the one white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so disrespectful. <laughs> oh, shit. I got a black on that bit, too. That's crazy. Oh, fuck. You don't think you like your girl? No. I bet. <laughs> yes, sir. We ready for them picks, though, at all? Oh, shit. Well, there's no picks. I can just recap. Last week, Dylan went 9-1, and one, and that was you and me went 8-2. and two. Nice. Yeah, uh, bowl games don't start until next weekend. So next week's show, we'll do the picks for the for the bowl games. Okay, well that's what's up. So we get a little break in college football. Yeah, that is so exciting. Um, so then I guess I'll just go straight into the power rankings for the NBA. Sure. Um, interestingly enough, we have two teams that's threatening the uh, Golden State Warriors record of seventy three and nine. Um, and those two teams are the Milwaukee Bucks and the Los Angeles Lakers. Neither is going to get it. Oh. So, anyway, at number 10, <laughs> at number 10, falling down four slots, you have the Denver Nuggets at 14 and oh, 7. Man. Um, only just, no, yo, kitchen, bro, what's the fuck going on, yo? Yeah, Jokic, Jokic is not the only one doing bad. The Nuggets did really, really bad um, against both the Lakers and the Celtics where they lost both games. They went like 6 for 29 and 5 for 30 from the three-point range against both teams. Terrible. Um, 
so yeah, they've they've fallen down tremendously. Four slots to number ten. At number nine, falling down three slots, you have the Toronto Raptors at fifteen and seven. Um, they, as of right now, are looking like the teams in the East that's only going to have a good record because they can beat teams in the East. So far, they are three and seven against the twelve. Well, against the teams that they have played that have winning records. Um, so it's not looking too too good. Um, Siakam, who has been balling out, I think he has about like 38 and 5, went 6 for 17 against the LA Clippers, um, which isn't going to cut it against a, against a team that is uh, contending for a championship. Um, at number 8, jumping up two spots, you have the Miami Heat, who are uh, still undefeated. Um, also, uh, through that, we have... Uh, they are 3-0 also in overtime, which is a really good start for them. Um, as far as the number seven Houston Rockets, um, they are 15-7. and seven. They also jumped up two slots. I mean, Harden and Westbrook have been learning how to play off each other. Pretty much Westbrook has been giving up the ball because he's been playing terribly. Um, he's still shooting poorly from the perimeter. That hasn't changed at all. Um, don't really know if it's going to change or when it's going to change. At number six... Jumping up one slot, you have the Philadelphia 76ers. They're still undefeated at home, so it makes them a formidable opponent against anybody, especially on their home court. At number five, staying stagnant, you have the Dallas Mavericks. Um, the da- um, Luka Doncic is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he has had more games in a row, having 20 points, five rebounds, at least 20 points, five rebounds, and five assists in more consecutive games than Michael Jordan. You've been spazzing, bro. He has, and he's really humble with it. When they ask him about it, he straight up said, don't compare me to Michael Jordan. I don't think there's anybody that can really be compared to him. He's like, I'm not really worried about stats. I'm just out here playing basketball. Shout out to him. At number four, jumping up four slots, you have the Boston Celtics. Um, they have went five and one over the last six games. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have both been averaging over 20 points in the last, like, 9 to 10 games. They're playing really good basketball, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. At number three, jumping up a slot, you have the L.A. Clippers. I mean, the L.A. Clippers are, are balling. They're, they're just balling. I mean, they're bench. they have two starters on the bench. You don't see Madal Montrez Harold out here? Yeah, Montrez Harold and, and Lou Williams are absolutely balling. I hear giving niggas buckets, but hashtag yeah, load management. Balling. Absolutely balling. Um, at number two... You still have the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, they're at twenty-one and three. Uh, I mean, they're they're the just plan. The video, dominating man. at this point. I think, like in the last three games, LeBron and Anthony Davis have combined for seventy-five, seventy-eight, and eighty points between the two of them. Um, it, it appears that they're absolutely unstoppable. I mean, Anthony Davis and LeBron James are literally doing all the plays that LeBron has done with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love and Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, except it's Anthony Davis. Um, and not just that. I mean, they have Dwight Howard coming off the bench. Avery Bradley is going to be coming back soon. Um, they have Danny Green hitting three-pointers from everywhere. I mean, it's, it's a pretty well-rounded team, a lot well-rounded than they were getting credit for. Um, at number one, um, staying at number one, you have the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, I think they just got Chris Middleton back. And the Bucks absolutely demolished the Clippers by 28 points. And for about six minutes, without Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Middleton 
on the floor, they outscored the Clippers 23 to 4. Damn, what the fuck is the rest of the, who, who, who is getting all these buckets? Bro, they George Hill, Whoa. Pat Connaughton, Dante DiVincenzo, the guy who was what? balling for Providence, uh, not Providence, for Villanova last year, when most outstanding player. Like, they got guys who are just getting, I mean, straight buckets. They're, they're all, I mean, their team is literally a whole bunch of guys who are 3 and D. Three-pointers in defense, three-pointers in defense, three-pointers in defense. And then you got Giannis, who pretty much does whatever he wants. Yo. I mean, the Bucks, the Bucks are balling, man. And they're winning against the West. So, they're a pretty formidable team. They're a pretty formidable team. Trey Young said, give me some help or I'm getting the fuck up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of y'all trash-ass niggas. I mean, if you want me to, I can tell you the five worst teams in the NBA right now. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't even care. Uh, the Warriors? Mm-hmm. The Warriors are number 28 at 5-19. and 19. The, Knicks, the New York Knickerbockers. The Knicks are number their last place. They're at 4-19. You got the, three more teams. The Hornets, man. The Hornets are actually not in the bottom five. The Kings? The Hawks. No, the Hawks, the Hawks are number 26. They're at 6 and 17. Two more teams. The you, Kings. He said the Kings. No Kings. Um, the, the Kings are actually playing good basketball. The Phoenix. I was gonna, yeah, what about the Suns? No Suns. Suns have been playing good basketball. Jazz. Uh, the Timber, Jazz are trash. Nope. The Timberwolves. Nope. What the fuck? The Raptors. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> nope. The Bulls? Uh, nope. I'm going to start just guessing any team now. The Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are at number 27 uh, at 6 okay. and 16. Remember, John Morant has missed like four or five yeah, games for back spasms. John is hurt. That's tough for them. One uh, more team. Wait, there was one more? Uh, the Magic. The Nets. Nope. What'd you say, Dylan? New York Nets. I mean, the Nope, Jets. it's the Memphis the Grizzlies. Nets. I already said the he Grizzlies. He said the Grizzlies. I just I said mean, the, the Grizzlies. My bad, my bad. New Orleans Pelicans. Oh. Six and 17. Hornets are close, though. Hornets and Bulls are 23 and 24. Damn. The oh. Suns and the Kings are actually like 17, 18. They're like middle of the pack. I mean, they're winning ball games. They're That's, being competitive. It's crazy when you have like the pressure on you to try to name all the teams. You're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know all the teams, but like, I don't know that fast. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, man. Um, are there any so I wanted to ask now that we're kinda like halfway through the first half of the season. I've done this for the past couple of years with you guys and I, I want to keep the trend going. Um, what are some storylines that you guys are looking forward to when the all star break comes around for the NBA? Oh no, that's when I get involved. That's when I start really Get so there's that. no teams or anything that you're looking for or looking at or wanting to see how they do? Nope. Besides my okay. nuggets. That's it? And the heat. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think, I I think want... it'd be cool. Yeah, I think it'd be cool if the heat were in a good position come come that time. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was gonna say, um, what I what I really want to see is I, I kinda wanna see um how the East is going to turn out if the Bucks are actually going to take that jump and make it to the finals. Um, I want to see if Giannis progresses. Um, he has a jump shot here and there, but it's not consistent enough to where I could really say, like, in the playoffs, he'd be 
a super dangerous threat. He absolutely needs a jump shot. Absolutely needs a jump shot. So that's kind of what I'm looking forward to seeing uh, happen. When is um, All-Star game? Um, the NBA All-Star game is usually around the end of, well, beginning of February. Um, okay. Let's see. The NBA All-Star game is Sunday, February 16th. And it's where this year? Uh, With Chicago in it? Hmm, I think I think so. I think so. Uh, let's see. I want to say Chicago. Yes, it's Chicago. Okay. Well done. Well done. Woohoo! Yes, sir. So, I mean, if that's if that's it for for the uh, NBA, I mean, we're good to go to underrated bars of fame. Absolutely. Yep, Dylan, you got your song lined up. Yeah, bro. What song is it, Kyle? Shawty is the shit. You want his verse? Yes, sir. Alright. Shawty is the shit. Remix, right? Yes, sir. Alright. Let's see if we can find his verse. Shawty is the shit. That is a good song though. That's the dream has the dream has him some uh has him some stuff. Nah, he'd be spazzing. Alright, so underrated bars of fame is going to be one verse today. That's awesome. Alright. Shoddy is a shit to dream featuring Fabulous. <clears throat> Shoddy rock to the beat for your boy. Shoddy do it. Hey. Shoddy rock to the beat for your boy. Radio killer killer. Hey, it's Loso. In case you ain't no so. Hey, Dream. Let me tell you about Shoddy. Hey. Shoddy is the sh- 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 sugar honey iced tea. Prettiest one I see. Little mama icy. They say she's a Pisces. I heard they are feisty. You know how to treat her, she'll be sweeter than the high C. Clean up very nicely, shoes uh, kind of pricey. Match them up precisely, good jeans, nice tea. Like her food spicy, and she is the same. Hotter than a flame, but I do not know her name. Is it Keisha? A. Is it Tisha? A. Maybe Lisa? A. Or Teresa? A. Could it be right. Tia? A. Maybe Aaliyah? A. I guess I'll find out one day. For now, I'ma say A. Very nice. Well done. Well done, Dylan. That was that was phenomenal. 
That was phenomenal. I can't wait to hear what our fans have to say about that. Matter of fact, <laughs> speaking on what our fans have to say, if they do have anything to say about Dylan's immaculate singing, where can they reach us, Buddha? Uh, ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on uh, Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. And what about on Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. Is there anything else left to be said, or are we are we good to go here? Uh, no, that's about it. That was uh, great. Yeah. So, with that being said, I think it's safe to say that we are done. Yes, sir. Yes, Bye, sir. hoes. Hey, how many times have we done this? 118 times? Bye. That's crazy. Bye. Listen, we appreciate y'all for, for, again, listening to us for another week. Y'all could have been listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but y'all listening to us, and we appreciate that. Just keep vibing with us, and we're going to give you this quality-ass content to listen to and vibe to. With that being said, we out of here. Yeah. Bye, Silly niggas. You little scallywags.